Hello, everyone, and welcome to your favorite podcast. We back for another week. What's going on, fellas? Cheer, we're chilling. Hey, and we are confident that we are your favorite. What's it? Oh yeah, much confidence. What's it? And as every week, I'm your boy. They call me Jormatic. Some call me Wavy Chappelle. Some call me Waves. Um, sorry, Wavy McGrady. But who calls you that? His you mom. don't know her. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> who's that to the left of me? Oh, it's your boy. I seen Black, aka Shabby. Broop, broop, broop. Shabby Rankin. Gunshot in the air. And tell them. Shabby Rankin in your blood clot. It's your boy David Bummer, aka Chico Fantastico. That fantastic Chico. And the player coming from over the Himalayas to my left. Oh, who that is? <laughs> this is your dog. Your homie. <laughs> your, your dog. Your <laughs> uncle. Your uncle. <laughs> that weird uncle. uncle. This is Flaka Zulu, a.k.a. Sir Black Stallion the Third. And we're just reminding you guys, you know, to help us grow, um, to rate and subscribe. That's very important for us. And that comment. You go, and comment. That you go on um, iTunes, that you go on SoundCloud. And you rate, you rate us, you comment, you give us those five stars. We appreciate hey. y'all. So we can keep bringing you that flames. Word. The flames. Yeah, so that's everybody. Um, Guys, how, how's it been, man? I feel like I haven't seen y'all in a minute. Been, nah, anybody saw you last week, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you. Um, <laughs> bro, um, guess who I saw in public today randomly? This nigga just asked a question and answered his own <laughs> Yeah, because y'all want to crack jokes and I answer the question, so... I'll answer. That's how you know niggas want to tell you a story. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, how y'all hey, anything did? interesting? <laughs> you, you don't like them niggas that be like, how you doing? So anyway, I was... <laughs> they don't even nah, let you answer. Nah, I don't know them niggas. Sorry. Damn, bro. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I saw Gorilla Zoe in Publix. No way. Oh, really? You know who, nigga? Gorilla <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> it was so random. Yo, it it's funny because our, 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 our cinematographer, Cam, just made a face. We all made, yeah, made the made same face when he said it. Gor- you, 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 you was thinking, Gorilla Black, who? Just a clip. No. <laughs> and it's bad that he had but to make I have that a, distinction. Or, I have Gorilla Black and Gorilla Zoke. I have yeah. a thing about me where I don't forget faces. Like, I see you once, and if I see you again, I'm always going to like remember you. So Especially these are... These are Celebrity, I'm doing air quotes. You know, he's a rapper at one point, so you can't really forget. At one point, you disrespect. Damn, you just said he don't rap no more. He just dropped the album. Oh, I apologize, Uh, Gorilla. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Gorilla Zoe, if you hear this, dramatic doesn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) That guy you saw at public. We we waiting on some new music, Gorilla Zoe. Come on. <laughs> I'm about to Google it now. <laughs> Google. Yeah, so that's some interesting that happened to me. How's your boring lives? <laughs> boring. Actually, pretty boring. Yeah. So if you're going to. Living up to expectations and whatnot. Word. You know? A boringness. Uh, <laughs> Living to expectations of boringness. <laughs> boring nasty. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but like four of my baby mamas all tried to, you know, ambush a nigga. For that child support the other day. I'm lying, by the way, completely. Yeah, I can't tell y'all about nothing. The feds watching. Word. What? This a what? Nigga, Oh, shit. People going, I got warrants. This whole time, this whole time, y'all niggas thought, man, I thought we was playing play play. Speaking of playing, I'll tell you somebody who ain't playing. Who ain't playing? Amazon. Oh, wait. You heard what them niggas did? What we heard. Well, I heard. I don't know about them. Them niggas put some guap up 
They, they money long. They, they bought Whole Foods like they a dropped, bag of groceries. I heard. <laughs> they, <laughs> I, I heard they threw some bees on that bitch. You know, <laughs> Bruh, third, if I remember, they made third, a rain on that thirteen point six billion, and they paid off all the Whole Foods debts. What? That's why. So, a little backstory: the guy Damn. who founded Whole Foods, he he opened Whole Foods off a loan of four hundred and fifty thousand from a uncle or somebody. Mm-hmm. Now he has. Billions of dollars in, po- in his pockets. That's mm-hmm. insane. That's wild. That's, that's wild stupid. as fuck. That's <laughs> wild as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, stu- that's gross. That's well, stupid. Any idea what they're planning on doing with this new acquisition? Maybe I, make one of them Amazon Go Whole Food stores? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if y'all know about Amazon Go, but mm-hmm. there's this like... Um, it's basically the whole store is like a self checkout. <laughs> it's it's no cashiers, no lines. You walk in, you scan your phone on a little thing. You walk in, grab what you want. Everything you grab off of the shelf is tallied in your phone, and you pay for it when you walk out on your Amazon. Account. So, and when you scan your phone at the door, it says "Welcome to the New World Order." <laughs> uh-huh. So maybe, your chip will maybe arrive I'll, in the mail like, soon. So maybe I'll pay for this. Maybe I won't. Is that what the whole story is? Like I might pay for this shit. I might not pay for this. Well, shit. Yeah, like you. It's oh, a I, it's I, a virtual cart and it tracks it live on your phone. Okay. Using um, so as you pick up items, it adds it to the cart. If you put it back, it removes takes it, it from out the, the cart. cart. Yeah. And as you exit the store, it automatically charges your Amazon account. Yep. Wild. And there are no people working in that bit. Well, I mean, I'm sure they gotta stock the shelves. Okay. But yeah. Okay. But I, mean, I feel like it's probably no cashiers. Gonna, it's probably gonna be like two or three people there restocking the shelves and making sure niggas They'll ain't stealing. They'll probably have shit. an emergency cashier situation. Maybe because that's that's gonna run all on Wi-Fi and like do have these stores already been? Yeah. Um. Probably in California. No, Seattle. Okay. For, uh, yeah, because I think Amazon is based side. in Seattle, right? So they, might, or, or they, they might have like an IT person on, a mm. manager, someone to make sure shit don't go. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, See, they're gonna have some. They ain't you having Comcast? I'll tell you that much. See, I'm I'm just worried for when these come down to the southern states, and we <laughs> and people start getting shot for. You know, just picking up shit and walking out this door. Because <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. They're I just be feel, the whole time. I'm just like, I look suspicious. I'm not stealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna go to certain regions. I like, actually you know have an Amazon Prime account. I pay for it, you know. So <laughs> well, aren't you? you did. Then why the fuck are you using mine, nigga? <laughs> nigga, you the only one fucking Amazon. Anyway, about to go out of tangent. How could you curse here. at me, <laughs> you bitch? Hey, that's the that's the that that's the new way to instantly like try, sound bougie or like. That's I got like, an Amazon Prime account. I got Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. You know, I have Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> That's being that's being bougie in 2017. I've got Prime. I have free two day delivery. <laughs> Actually, you paid eighty dollars for it. <laughs> and if you Amazon sign up Prime for Video, yo, Prime Video is busting though, man. It is, they got it? Avatar. Netflix ain't got Avatar, my nigga. And I'm talking about the Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about. They got Cora. James Cameron's Avatar. Um, they have. I think they have one season of Cora. Okay. But that was the last time I checked. They might got more. Aren't they coming out with another one? Another, oh, I don't know. I don't watch Avatar. No, no another um, the other Avatar. The, the yeah, yeah. I heard they're coming out with a sequel. I don't know James Cameron. Oh, no. yes. No, it's uh, Alien Pocahontas. That yeah, one. it's Avatar, gonna explore yeah. like the oceans of Pandora. Or oh, that shit's gonna oh, be lit. Yeah, That's the idea. Okay, okay. Side note, and he's been waiting on some more technology advances before. I guess. Side note: Avatar is top five 3D movie I've ever seen. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. By far. Okay. okay. By far. I agree. So wait, hold on. What you just said, he he literally sat and waited for technology to be better. Yeah. He that's waited for this movie. He waited for the first um for the first one. Um Avatar. He was like, I have this idea, but technology's not up with my ideas yet. So Yo. You have an idea? That's What's a, his name? That's um, the you didn't make up Pocahontas. What's his name? Yeah, same, same thing, thing no? with uh with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he waited they, to do the last. That's ones. why the prequels were done way back in the seventies, mm-hmm. and none of the new ones were done. Yeah, because that's like they couldn't, they, don't, they didn't think they could tell the story without those mm-hmm. advancements in technology. But the fact that they had, they had like faith that those advancements would come. It was like, oh yeah, that's they'll crazy. find a way. Yeah, I mean, so getting back to the topic of Amazon, um, how do you think this is going to affect the job market? Because I mean, with technology going further, more automation. Did I say that right? Uh, Mm-hmm. It probably yeah. added to the TPSG dictionary. Auto, 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 automated uh, processes anyway. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And, and less need for actual. I don't know for for hard work or hand work then. for human Automation. labor. Yeah. Um. Well, honestly. Oh. What, what do y'all take on that? Oh well. See, the thing is, um, I was actually just talking about this at school. Um. The benefit of it is, you know, everything's going to be easy, you know, easily accessible. You know, buying groceries is going to be easier than it usually is, which is it's pretty easy to begin with. <laughs> and, um, you know, access to technology, because a lot of people's complain about the technology that not everybody has access to and everybody can use it. But they're making it where, like, you know, like if you've never used a piece of technology in your life, now you can use it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, they're making it really simple. But on the bad side, I think is dependency. Like, I feel like we're going to get too dependent on... I'm sorry. I'm saying we're going to. We could get too dependent on it. And let's say, God forbid, it fails. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people aren't going to know what to turn to. You got what I'm saying? Because they're dependent that on that technology I'll as opposed it. to the people that didn't grow up with it. And they kind of, they got, you know, they got weaned into it. So, it was like, oh, we were here before the technology advanced. I already know how to survive. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Some people... All they know is technology, so they don't even know what the, what the fuck to do. You feel me? That's funny. I, I completely <laughs> agree with that because the problem is, oh, the problem is you don't have a lot of people who understand how things work, and that's the problem with understanding how to use a device and how the device works. Mm-hmm. So, like, Big difference. It's it comes down to education and the style of thinking, and so I think that. Uh, but a lot of people nowadays are very dependent on technology. Kids who come up who only know how this is how this works. But mm-hmm. that's always been a worry because that's, our that's parents how... before us were worried about us because they're like, oh, I didn't have CDs growing up. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. I didn't have AC. They, they, so... they, they said the same thing with computers. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, you know, the technology is going to take over. But the thing is, what happens is... Um, we learned how to use it, utilize these computers into ways that, you know, kind of innovative and stuff. But going back to, to the question about how, you know, it affects jobs and stuff like that, because I feel like stuff like this, um, it kind of, it doesn't, it doesn't help the, the, the lower class or the working class pe- mm-hmm. per, person because for, for a couple of reasons, because, you know, one, this kind of takes those retail, you know, those entry level retail jobs, you know, this this limits those even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like this, right? And um and two, you know, I'm I'm when I was watching the video, this whole thing looks like it's powered off of the strength of smartphones. Yeah. What if you're a part of the demographic who can't afford a smartphone? Mm-hmm. Or you're you True. know, that's another way you're disenfranchised. You feel me? So it's like 
to me it's a, it's another way to make it's like they're kind of making life comfortable for upper crust where it's still it's a like, classism situation <coughs> going on yeah there. yeah and i agree with that too because <clears throat> the working class i think it takes away a lot of jobs from one sect but it also expands the market for people in like it and things like mm-hmm. that and granted you know you're gonna have to go through a certain amount of education to get a job there usually in most cases so it's kind of really keeping wealth in certain areas i guess and it's and it's interesting that we see this isn't the first time we've seen this because um i, I mean for if you've been paying attention to mcdonald's like uh not too long ago they were raising for they're they're asking for a raise in what minimum wage fifteen dollars before you know it boom you see automated tellers at mcdonald's mm-hmm. and you see one person up front instead of three four people up front and oh, i didn't even realize yeah man, i didn't know yeah it's kind of crazy nowadays Shacked so up. So I mean, they can hire less. At the same point in time, it's not. It, they can hire less people to be uh, manning the front, but they can devote more time to, I guess, the drive through and actually getting food prepared and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how how Amazon balances the side or how they juggle this and, and mm-hmm. the effects. Well, yeah. Well, no, no. I, I agree with that. That makes sense. And working in retail for almost ten years of my life. There's nothing there's nothing like human interaction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're going to buy food, car parts, clothes, shoes, whatever, that human interaction is very important. And I feel like, you know, even though <clears throat> Amazon's doing all this, I don't think retail is gonna completely die because of that one aspect. That's just my opinion. Because, you know, when when you're trying some shoes on, you can ask foot like a person, Oh, how does this look? You know, how you think, blah blah blah, you know what I'm saying? Or you, you need that. You need that. Um, you need that reassurance from. Or you can ask the Foot Locker robot. Yeah, I'm not gonna. It looks awesome. Are you ready to purchase? <laughs> or, or you could take a picture on Snapchat and send it to your friends and get an answer in real time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Aww. And but what if you I, have I'm gonna I'm a play it another way. I forgot what we was talking about. <laughs> All right. Since you forgot. No, no, no. <laughs> Tell me what you said again. Um, the human interaction thing. Okay. Okay, with the human interaction. Yeah, I'm All right. Like um, I got I got a little note from um, my man Who Kid. Who? Who? The five five in the building. He said, "Should we look at this as an opportunity to strive for more in life from our daily income, education, or just commitment to something like a mechanic instead of, you know, turnaround jobs like uh, McDonald's?" Mm. Oh, um, very smart. Well, now now I will say if, if there is a positive. Then that would definitely be one. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, being if you're if you're if you're savvy and you're looking at the world how it's going around, you would see there are less opportunities for me at this sector, or mm-hmm. there 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 are less there are less spaces for me to make an income or support my family doing these retail jobs. Well, why can't I devote a little bit more time and going back to school? But at the same point in time, a lot of those people, a lot of people wouldn't think that way and then of course we do have that population like what sir black stallion said mm-hmm. don't have the opportunity don't have the means or don't have the access to go ahead and put themselves in a better situation okay. so um like i said it's gonna be interesting all around to see how all this plays into one of another but like um that's that's a good point it, it should kind of light a little bit of a fire under your ass to I'm not gonna be a i'm not gonna be a clerk anymore i'm gonna be a manager the it guy yeah so, mm-hmm. true word. true and um, to flip it back real quick, what if this is good for the people who can't stand the human inter- interaction? Because I feel I might be going too deep, but I feel that capitalism and greed has sort of ruined the shopping experience for us. How's that? that? How many times you walk in a store and five people walk up to you and not because you're black, 
that happens sometimes too. But how many times you walk into a store and at least five pe- people come up to you, hi, how can I help you? Can I help? Is your, do you need anything? Are you sure there's not anything you're looking for? That's the for? job, like, though. Bitch, back the fuck up off me. Like, because they, and I, I don't know if any, I know you work in retail. I'm not sure about all of y'all. Oh, yeah, you have. And I know you had those managers that said, go for the customers, go straight for the customers. Mm-hmm. But they like, they're so aggressive with it. And they create this aggressive service atmosphere. Yeah. And and, and it's because they're trying to get sales because they want you to sell socks at mm. Champs. They want you to do, they want you to upsell shit. And that's greed. Mm. That And that pisses me off when I go to stores. I put my headphones on. I don't talk to nobody. Leave me alone. And I'm here to just shop. <laughs> I know what I'm here for now. <laughs> and I don't know how y'all feel about that. But. Well, <laughs> well it, it, it's funny you say that because even though I've been working in retail, I agree with that. I don't badger the customer. Customer walks in, hey, how's it going? All right. Leave it at that. And if you need help, you come see me. You know what I'm saying? I leave it at Now, the managers always tell you, oh, ask the customer. Let them know if you, you know, <clears throat> they tell you to badger them. I never badger a customer. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's what makes somebody I not want to buy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna leave this store. You guys are bothering me too much. And the thing, the thing with that, and it's, 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 it's um, it's mainly being pushed by like the the management and just like mm-hmm. the, the machine itself. Exactly. You it's know, never by the people. Yeah, absolutely. No because, customers come in and write on a survey. I want somebody to come up to me. Where and and the people <laughs> and even the people working there, they know because even when I work retail, like I could I could sense when somebody just wanted to be left alone and look around, but mm-hmm. like you know, there's there's a sense of like you can't as a as a person in that position you're not allowed to use your discretion mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you're kind of you you are like a machine in yeah. that sense you know what i'm saying they may not have machines working there but you nice you know what i'm saying you you little toy soldier you just wind you up and just or, have yep. you walk around the store yep you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's like they they tell you like micromanaging at the highest level, bro. Well, <laughs> Their micromanagement. I remember being in a that's macro. Work, I remember working at Champs. Just you know, there was no on a Tuesday, like afternoon, no one there, and like you know, my managers be like, "Hey man, the, the door is clean because there's no one there. Hey yeah. man, go, you know, face the walls and." You know, look like yeah, you're doing I hate something. That yeah, shit, you they know. tell you to act like you folding clothes. Like, Word, look, it's yeah. crispy, bro. Look I'm busy. Like, I'm like, what you want me to do? I'm like, why? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Why okay, do I have yeah. to expend energy doing bullshit? Word. Yeah, so it's like do a real task. Okay. Word. So that the, the the greed aspect going back, the greed aspect kind of like takes away from you just being a human. So you can't just work mm-hmm. at a shoe store just because you love shoes mm-hmm. and talk to people about shoes and da 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 mm-hmm. like they have it down to a science where they literally calculate how many people walk in to the mm-hmm. store. Yeah, mm-hmm. based off of last year metrics yeah. turnover. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. they they, they the counters on the door. Where mm-hmm. they have counters that like every time somebody walks in they they calculate and they, they calculate who, how many people walk in and how many people, people buy stuff. Yeah. So so they train you just like talk to everybody, try to upsell everybody. So mm-hmm. it's like it turned into an environment to where it's like now you can't trust the salesman or now you don't want to be bothered by the salesman because yeah. they're being pushed, they're being pressured to push stuff on you. Indeed. Yeah. Completely agree. Well, that's and something. Something we might, you know, we might not have to deal with in these Amazon ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, no, yeah, true. Know. Yeah. yeah the, like- the human element is, is something I'd say I would miss though. I, I don't, no, no, I don't I know, know in how much capacity, but I definitely I would like to see a human or two. I would no, feel more I agree. comfortable. No, the human the but human I'm, like involvement when it when it can just be that. Yeah. 
You know mm. what I'm saying? Like when it when it's pressure to be something else. When it's not fueled these... by the greed or the bye bye bye. Yeah. Or, yeah. Do you genuinely need help? Can I genuinely help you out? Okay. Word, because because yeah. now they're getting rid of that like like it's their fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just getting robots, not or not just not robots, but like you know a whole a whole automated system to be like, oh, now you don't have the pesky humans. Yeah, Dude, right. you, it's not the pesky humans. Yeah, it's word. a bye 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 mentality. Word. Foul Al in the building. I I just wanted to share a story with you guys um, in in relation to the topic, which is a couple weeks ago, I went to a Home Depot searching paint. And I'm typically very quiet in stores. Like Shabby was saying, headphones on. I don't really, I try to do that so nobody don't really bother me. And I remember I got to the counter and it was this um, older Jamaican man. And no more than a minute in, we were just like going back and forth, having a great conversation. And I remember when I walked away, the guy told me what time he was going to be there, what days of the week he was going to be there, because he genuinely enjoyed the experience. I enjoyed the experience and he mm-hmm. wanted to help me, mm-hmm. you know, compared to me walking in, same headphone experience. But when I do go for help, there's no one there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so now maybe I wouldn't have chosen that color if I didn't know his expert opinion or that person to person like, oh, you experienced the same issue why I'm coloring the room this way, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I made a mistake. I colored my room really dark and then I got used scary. to the color. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, I, I didn't realize how much light wasn't going to come in the room. So it's very dark. Uh-huh. And then I was just basically posing questions about um, which colors to go with. Mm-hmm. Now, what am I going to do? Write that into a kiosk? <laughs> no, 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 I, I, no, no, you know what? And that's my another, point exactly. <laughs> another thing about having the headphones on is now I get to pick who I want to help me. I could size y'all up because I ain't paying attention to y'all. I'm, I, I want to be left alone. And then I look up, I look around, and I see who looks annoying, <laughs> or who I think looks annoying, who talking too much, who look like a hype beast. <laughs> There's a regular nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you meet all your like, girls too, sir. Right? I have a question. No, no, you. <laughs> not you. Not, not you. Yeah. No, not the hype beast. Not no. <laughs> you. So that's something. You're cool. Fuck you. Because I noticed that's something y'all don't like. And um, I don't think y'all hate that as much as, as Kodak Black doesn't like something. <laughs> Yo. Kodak and Black. And I quote. And I quote. And I quote. Kodak Black's words. Kodak's Black words. Mm-hmm. I do not like Black Bitches. How dare you, sir? Now, if you're if, 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 if you're not if you're not sure if y'all not sure what I'm talking about, um, I'm going to. I'm, I'm no, I think they know Kodak Black. No, no, no. You still have to explain the situation. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm so I'm probably gonna ruin it for, for even mentioning it. But but Joe Manic been on a roll. With these smooth ass transitions, I don't know if y'all. Oh God, like, God, God, it's over. Right. It. Oh, it's over. So much so that we might have to come up with a song for smooth ass transition. Like, smooth ass transition. No, no, why the same anyway. melody? <laughs> nah, 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 that nah, nah, we, no, can, we, we can. We can get R&B. the studio. Nah, R and B shit. We going smooth ass transition. <laughs> Yo, that we sounds like um. What's it called? Like Peebo Bryson. No. Peebo Bryson, my little balance nigga. <laughs> but um, I can show you the world. Stop it! My bad. He but um, that's if, if you didn't know what Aladdin happened anyway. with um Kodak Black, uh, he was on IG Live, and um, oh, side note, a lot of 
Uh, he celebrities up. be he, fucking up on IG. <laughs> he needs to stay off yo, IG. He I'm loud, yo. Yeah. He's fucked up at least twice yeah. on IG Live. He needs to stop. Yeah. So he was on IG Live. How he, you know, he was saying he doesn't like black girls and blah blah. And Twitter dragged him. Of course, mm. of course, black Twitter dragged. Then he came with another video, <laughs> like a Florida nigga. They're like, hey, y'all, y'all not gonna be commenting on my shit. I'm gonna come see you and blah blah. He said, I, back he said, he said, I didn't say I don't like black women. I love me a red bone, but I don't like black bitches. <laughs> I'm like, he dug the hole even deeper. All like, all I was saying is like, nigga, put the shovel down. You know like, that nigga went he's twelve six, feet, my nigga. He went twelve feet, feet down. Joe Maddox, what did he say? He said, "Hold he, up, this ain't it, it, it wasn't. I didn't, it wasn't verbatim, but he was he was trying to say, I like black girls, but I like. You know, lighter skinned girls. It was, but he said he doesn't like black bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. and he put so much emphasis on, on that bitches, when he said yeah. it too. And like, like you I, know how he looks when he shows his teeth. Yeah, like when he said bitches, that's how his mouth looked. Bitches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little baby teeth. Yeah, that little like smile that doesn't look like a smile. Yeah, he just looks half surprised. It, it, it looks like how your mouth look at the dentist where you pull your cheeks so your mouth can be open. Yeah, yeah. that's how. <laughs> Speaking of dentists, he didn't give his teeth any type of rest. Nah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah. Took him in, put him right. No, sorry, took him out, put him right back. They make in. you take that out when you go to jail, right? Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. They he left the slugs in when he went to jail. Oh, yeah, they're, they're actually they're on his teeth. Yeah, they were permanent. Oh, okay. But he got out they of jail. Permanent. I think was it a day? He gave it a day after he got out of jail. He got the golds off, and everyone thinking he gonna get his teeth fixed. Yeah. Nah, nigga, put <laughs> some diamonds on that. I'll be shining out here. But that's what happened when you. How does he nineteen twenty twenty? And you come out of jail to and five come mil, to bro. five mil. He oh. came home to five mil. On one hand, on one hand, um. Daniel Tosh was uh, had had a joke about this. He was like, "Oh yeah, you're judging LeBron James and, Dan- and um Justin Bieber. Like, have you ever had twenty million dollars at twenty one years old? Do you know what you would have done?" I was like, "All right, you make a good point." Yeah, but I'd be doing some dumb shit. However, wow, <laughs> I drew a blank. I, 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 <laughs> Holy I shit, I drew a blank. It's, it's, not, it's not up. It's, it's not up to anybody to judge with this man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo, if if anyone made, just saw Joe Maddox, this nigga now, made me draw Blake. He he looked like Damn, he looked like Men in Black just came same. in here and told him, "Look at this little, <laughs> <laughs> just look right here." <laughs> oh no, that's what I was gonna say. There's a saying that goes, um. Like, what does it say? If you don't know better, you still... You gonna do worse? I don't know. No, no, no. He said... You go act like a nigga named Kodak. You know better, you do better? You know better, you do better? No, it's not you know better, you do better. Oh, I know what it is. When you, get you put that pussy yeah. on the chain wax. <laughs> like, he's got baby so, teeth, man. So um, I got thought he was gonna fix all that so, up. Yeah, he has... <laughs> he looks like... No, he looks like he still has his baby teeth for real, he though. He does still have his baby teeth. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's 20. Bro, like, how did you not change your he teeth? He does still yeah, have his baby teeth. Bro, so... A I'm, bad neighborhood where everybody put fences in Oh, wow. Oh, oh, shit. Let me see. Oh, is this a Kodak Black rank session, or are we nah, talking we about him? Rank, we ain't ranking on this young boy, man. <laughs> it oh, might have just, just turned into that. It might have turned into that. But that's actually a, a dental condition, though. When your te- all of your teeth have spaces in between them, no, no he could floss with his fingers. He don't have. Oh, Lord! Wow! 
Nigga, nigga, just take a deep breath. That's all. Cool. He just, oh, shit. He, he just, he just blow. And that just that all nigga the... floss with Q-tips. Oh, oh wow. Oh my goodness. Terrible. Nah, but needless real... to say, man, you gotta watch what he, you say. Yeah, he, you gotta, and you, and you should also watch how you act around Migos. If you. No, but hold on. Let's, let's, before before we before we go to like a different a, a different that was terrible yeah that was actually quite terrible yeah <laughs> so we're just gonna keep acting like it never happened right <laughs> before before we move to a different set of nigga I got it. If you don't know anything, at least you know better. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, I think that's how the quote goes. This nigga left and the that, studio. And that kind of like brings me to my point. Like even though you're young. Stop it. No, 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 no. And and even though you're young audacity, and you bro. have that money, of course you're going to do dumb stuff. But you just, you, you still should know right from so wrong. So you just going to buddy while niggas talking though? That's what I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bro, this nigga got some audacity, oh, bro. Audacity, man. The audacity. He just a good point, regardless. Good. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know anything, at least you know better. Some like I ain't gonna lie, I ain't hear you because the whole time I was thinking this nigga just interrupted, <laughs> you know? and then he kept Word. on going. And then he kept on going like it was cool. Word. Like a nigga wasn't speaking though. So, see, that's why I'm. You, I'm just gonna start slapping niggas. <laughs> Kind of like how Offset want to slap Joe Button. <laughs> probably, probably nah, how fuck y'all, up. man. I brought that shit in night <laughs> last time. Bitch, it was the same shit. No, it wasn't. Nah, yeah, you right. right. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do a poll. <laughs> Who did the transition better? But, yeah. but, but <laughs> we don't need but, a poll. We know who did it better. Dramatic did it better. It's fine. But God. we have that on record. But yo, this whole, this whole Kodak thing, man. Like what? I just wish there was one person in that whole man's circle. Like, how is there not one person, not your Tell management, him. not not even like a big cousin just to pull you to the side yeah. and be like, nigga, chill, nigga, shut up, nigga, you, don't go. Because it's not even like this is the first, you know, case of the mastery that we see from Kodak. Mm-hmm. Look, the fact isn't. of the matter is Kodak is a young nigga that probably hang with a lot of young niggas and don't listen to old, no OGs, no old heads. Let me let me put that a little more layman. But Kodak then it's not is even, a young man. It's not even just it, young man. It's not hold even hold just hold hold young hold niggas. It's just young dumb niggas, man. Kodak Black is a <laughs> young man from a certain neighborhood doing certain things has a lot of free time mm-hmm. throughout his entire childhood, I'm sure. And when you're young and you get money, you don't listen to nobody. Because the whole reason why people think they probably listen to their parents is to, so that they can get money when they're from certain areas. That's It's not about being a good person, becoming an upstanding citizen in your community. It's about the whole, everything revolves around money when you come from a certain area. Mm, I'm not trying to justify his- When you don't have money. I'm not justifying, and when you don't have money, everything's about money. So I'm not trying to justify his behavior, but once you come into money, you you and you young, you're probably thinking, I don't need to listen to you because I made this on my own anyway. He and literally he, doesn't you, know how to act. And he been <laughs> in jail, God knows how many times. So jail's clearly not therapeutic for him. Mm-hmm. Um, first things first, Webster's. If y'all use dumbassery, we are we are gonna be looking for that. Channel. Yeah, yeah for real. Oh, most um, definitely. That's in the TPSG. Day. But yeah, he. I mean, he, he. I guess he knows it because he he always says that I'm a project baby. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. and he and he's fully living up to that name, but. 
like us or Black Stallion said, maybe one or two people in this camp just be like, yo, you can't you can't be acting like that anymore because we, I mean, I see you're talented, but mm-hmm. every time I hear I read a headline like this, my heart breaks a little bit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. since you since you've come into your talent, since you've come into all this money, guess what? That target on your back just got a little bit bigger. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So they looking for you to fuck up, fuck up. And you said it yourself, to man. Tunnel vision. You know what's mm-hmm. up. You mm-hmm. know that they want you to fail, bro. Mm-hmm. So you gotta. I mean, you can think how you want to think. Just keep that shit off social media. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, but that's how he that came up. Social media. That's all he knows. So, and and that that that's a great <laughs> point. No, no, no. I'm all giddy because that's a fantastic point. Not only did he come up how he came up, but he came up in the techno. This nigga is 20 years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. he came up in a technology era where everybody needs a. Post what they do and stunt. Niggas be stunting over nothing. Mm-hmm. Stunting over tax money. This mm-hmm. niggas made five mil. He has diamonds. What do you think he's gonna do? You know that, what I'm saying? That like nigga been on memes been, since he was in middle school. Dog, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you know that meme with a dude looking is in the belly and he's looking back like that. Yeah, and he's that's Kodak. That's yeah. Kodak Black. Yeah. Yeah. before he got all bloated. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like 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 Shabby said, like based off how, um where he came up and how he came up. You know, this is this is stuff that he's gonna, he's just gonna do. Like, you could take a nigga out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of nigga. It's I don't know who quoted that, but <laughs> it's just your upbringing, man. Yeah. Like, whatever you are is what you're gonna be out so out in the streets. What man. do you say to um? What do you say to a person like Twenty One Savage who came mm-hmm. very very came up in the streets, mm-hmm. understands? I mean, what he's done and what he's about is really well documented. But mm-hmm. at the same point in time, he has a completely different mindset about the future i mean so he knows where he he knows where he came from he sees the opportunity that's been given to him and now he knows mm-hmm. that he can do he can use this opportunity to change his circumstance right you know, right. What I mean? you, know you know what <clears throat> sorry you but know he what it also could be a straight a student oh, i didn't know that and i, I heard he played football uh, 21 yeah i think yeah, he's, a he was. he's 21's pretty pretty much yeah, yeah. and it's mama's fine it's, oh yeah shout out mama and he cut his hair? She's bad. um he cut his hair no i think so just today Oh, he did. I think yeah. so. Wow. Well, honestly, a lot of things. Oh, excuse me. Got a lot of gas. Need that pepto. Need that pepto. Wow. A lot of the reason a lot of these kids act like that because of what they go through. Like for instance, some rappers out there probably were really in the streets heavy, and they almost died several times. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "All right, I don't want to go through this again. I don't want to, you know, continue to continue to get clapped at. So yeah, I'm gonna man. straighten up." Maybe something, God forbid, I don't want anything to happen to him, but maybe, um, you know, Kodak Black hasn't been through something so drastic yet mm-hmm. where he's like, all right, let me stop fucking up. To make a life change. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he hasn't, uh, he's probably hasn't been through a life changing experience mm-hmm. where he's almost died or somebody's family almost died or he almost lost this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's, that's a big part of the mm-hmm. reason why he's acting like that. And you know what I'm saying? Like 21 Savage probably been through something. He probably almost... Almost died or something. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna leave that. Yeah. A lot of his friends. Yeah, died. that's another yeah. thing. Yeah, a lot of people around you, and you know what I'm saying. Like I said, I'm not wishing any bad on him, but I feel like just a something crazy. Yeah, I got you. Hasn't yeah. happened to him, and that's why he's you know. I feel you. I feel you. Yep. Some people just need that particular life experience to learn. But absolutely. Um, but um, I was looking at the producer. I don't understand sign languages, but I think it means break. <laughs> yeah. So but, don't um, listen to him. Yeah. But you're going to listen to me right quick. Oh. You're going to go ahead. You're going to smoke a spliff. Oh. You're going to take a shot. Oh. Preferably, preferably Hennessy. It's yeah. Thursday. 
and you're gonna rub yourself a nice fat rotund soft supple booty mm-hmm. make sure it's fat we'll be back we will be back sir black stallion what's that you're listening to it's actually our new sponsors the critical cactus podcast yeah, it's really interesting. They're really not afraid to challenge popular opinions and take a full objective view at some of these opinions, too. Like, they even talked about the infrastructure of cybersecurity. Like, that's actually pretty relevant to today. Yeah, and on top of that, they're pretty easily accessible, just like us. SoundCloud and iTunes, they're the Critical Cactus Podcast, and their website is criticalcactus.net. What was that? Once again, SoundCloud and iTunes, Critical Cactus Podcast, and their website is criticalcactus.net. Check them out. All right. Cool. And we're back. Oh, that sounds like Christmas. <laughs> yes, sweet, Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Indeed. A whole lot of Christmas tree. <laughs> look out. Look out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a knee slapper. I you did that. Look out for the, um, the mixtape Christmas at 420. <laughs> it's coming. By, uh, what, what is it? Uh, Flock of Zula and the Nigga Lights? Yes. Yeah. Or is it Crawl Daddy and the Fisherman? <laughs> oh, uh, that sounds like a um, like a like a strip show. Yes, <laughs> sounds like a music group, <laughs> like a, a boy band. It kind of sound like out of Switzerland. Boy band out of Switzerland. Crawl Daddy and the Swimmers. Wait, are the fish and the fishermen? And the fishermen. Oh man, you know what? Though? <laughs> they they just got like spandex, um, high boots, kind of bucket hats. Yeah, bucket hats. Word. It's you a, you damn near described um the Migos' outfit the other night at BT Awards. <laughs> oh word. <laughs> you see that interview, my nigga? Yeah. This, yo, this they, yo, they look. They look straight out. Bro, them out niggas of came Powers straight real, out of Austin Powers. Yo, for like, for honestly, nah, it's like <laughs> they were definitely at a Marvin Gaye album release party. Dog, <laughs> them niggas, them niggas were like uh, uh, Ronald Isley. Remember the group he was with? Yes, they're like the backups for them. Yes. Just in case anything happens to original, yes. we have these guys. <laughs> Y'all but saw yeah, the interview, man. right, man? Y'all saw that? Yeah, yeah, they edited. <laughs> The interviews is what what you know gave us the <laughs> or, or, the or, perfect view of those outfits, yeah, or, or, man. or the lack thereof. And like, like pause the whole. But I feel like takeoff shirt was only open because it was too tight. He was like, "Nah, fuck this. I can't even. <laughs> I can't put <laughs> it all the way up." Shit. Shit. No, By the way, everyone needs know. a takeoff and they crew. I yeah, mean, really. no, 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 offset and they crew. No, offset. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Ask no questions. Hey, <laughs> but in all serious, how how do y'all feel about that situation? Like, do you think anyone in particular was in the wrong? Or well, they're probably both at fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah from what I but heard. I don't know the full story, and a, a whisper okay. told me that so, Shabby does. Maybe. I don't. Uh, I'm oh. <laughs> I know he was that? actually there uh, on the red carpet. I was actually there. Um, <laughs> I, I was the one that rolled out the red carpet. They paid me five twenty-five an hour. But, <laughs> Isn't that below minimum wage? Yeah, but you know it was just an experience. That's how they, that's how they do it nowadays. I hope you know, those experiences like, pay your phone bill. It was more bill. like a stipend, but you you get paid in experience points. Uh, but um, anyway, the sprint you, accept experience points. You, so after I finished rolling out that red carpet, you you um, get paid an XP, nigga. This a video game. <laughs> <laughs> You find that out when you get to Hollywood, my nigga. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, anyway, Mr. Red Carpet Roller. 
shabby nah, rakes um, and red carpet roller. Um, Joe Budden's side of the story is, I don't know if any of y'all know, but um, the Migos are managed by this management company, Quality Control. QC. I think the dude named Pierre is okay. the head of one of the one of the main one of the heads. Yeah, of the it's company. Coach KMP. And um, you're right. And um, if y'all remember, Lil Yachty was on the Everyday Struggle with DJ Academics, Zendaya, whatever her name, or Z- Janaka. Z- Dang, Janaka. Dad, the other, the woman on the Everyday oh, Struggle. Oh, I, I, I never knew her name. To this day, I Joe don't know. Budden. It's like Nadaka or something. Wow. Yeah. But, um, we got to find that out. But yeah, we should do that with our smartphones. But basically, um, earlier that day, the day of the BET Awards, Joe Budden was at the mall and... Pierre from Quality Control QC approached him and said, yo, you need to chill. Um, Lil Yachty, like, you need to chill out yeah. on these young boys. And I guess Joe Budden didn't know who he was. <laughs> and um, I don't know if he exchanged words. I missed that part of the story. But all I know is when the Migos came, when Migos came up and... Uh, Nadeska, I knew I was close to Nadaka. Nadeska is, <laughs> Nadaka, is the name of the like, female host. That's not like a, a character on Mortal Kombat, Nadaka. <laughs> yeah. Nadaka, so does Nadeska. <laughs> like, Nadaka sounds serious. That sounds like somebody you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, but, you don't want to fuck with Nadaka. Um, y'all know Nadaka, Nadaka Brown from around the corner? <laughs> She'll but, uh, kill you. <laughs> her name is Nadaka Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when they invited Migos to come for this quick interview at, um, after the BET Awards, and uh, offset, take off, dap up Joe Budden, dap up Academics, say hi to Nadeska, and then Quavo just looks at Joe Budden in the face. And he doesn't dap, dap him up. up at okay, all. wow. <laughs> and uh, so you clearly the tension was there, but there was already tension from before. Mm-hmm. Like think tensions were already rising high. Also, I believe Joe Budden was overrated. You want to be there because if y'all don't realize, Migos don't give good interviews. They, yeah. I should say they don't give detailed interviews. They pretty much give one word answers. They're like a, a girl that you text and that's not interested. Yeah. They just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are, we just out here grinding. Right. And yeah. that's pretty much the answer. They don't talk so, to the media. So I don't know what y'all think, but I think Joe Bunny was upset about that and he was just over it. And that's why he got up and walked off and things almost popped off. But honestly, if you're going to interview Migos, you should know what you're going to get. Yeah. What you, what you well, think? Well, as it? as far as that last part, he probably didn't want to do it. Right. And they probably, you know, he, he, you know, like overstepped his, you know, wishes or whatever and enough. did it anyway because the uh the success of the show is way more important than an individual in the mm. show. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um but um as far as that goes like I, I kind of understand both sides. I understand, mm-hmm. you know, after the backstory, Joe Budden, I want to fuck. Like, why, first of all, why would you want to interview somebody that clearly don't fuck with you? And second, why would you want to interview somebody that's known not to give good interviews? You're right about that. Yeah. But just as the little Yachty situation, same thing I said, he could have approached it differently. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing with Joe Budden is he feels strongly about his opinion and he always thinks it's right. Especially he's fucking with somebody like academics. Like, academics mm-hmm. are fucking goofball. Yeah. But he's cool. You know he's what I'm saying? He's funny. Yeah. He, no, no. That's that's what I'm, I'm saying this as like mm-hmm. somebody like Budden speaking yeah, on course. academics. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee he'll call academics a fucking goofball and mm-hmm. yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that like that's a that's that mentality. He always thinks he's right. He mm-hmm. always thinks opinion mm-hmm. is the most important, blah, blah. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is. Sometimes it's like, all right, you feel that way. But it's always just how he goes about it, like he, mm. because he feels so strongly about this shit you call hip hop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like just the way some people feel about America, 
and you know. But the thing is, like, he just has that. That you know what I'm saying. But he just need. He just needs to approach these things. Sorry, he needs to approach these things differently. Going with right. a different attitude, man. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Going yeah. with the he needs to be mind. more. Be the bigger person because you're literally the oldest person there. Word, you know what I'm to saying? Me, to me, that's the saddest part about it. <laughs> yeah. To me, like you're you're supposed to be the grown person in uh-huh. the situation. <laughs> Migos, what their average age is? What twenty something? I think the oldest is no. Quavo, and he's probably twenty five, maybe. Word, maybe twenty six. So and 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 compared to these 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 guys, you know he what. Why did I draw it back? Joe, Joe but Joe Budden is a gro- is a grown ass. Oh, we in his man, yo. Yeah. He, he, he so it's like 40. you can't one as from coming from the 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 interviewer, you can't you don't really have the the luxury of being petty. You're not the artist. You know what I'm saying? So if the artist is being petty, you as a professional needs to overcome that. And if you feel like you are you don't want to you because he's he's always like oh i don't want to talk to certain people you know what i'm saying if you put i don't want to talk nigga you're in the wrong line of work yeah if you don't if you want to be in a position where you don't want to talk you don't have to talk to the people you don't want to talk to nigga make some music and get out mm-hmm. there nigga don't be in the, you can't you can't you can't put yourself in a situation where you 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 the media and all of a sudden you don't want to talk to certain people or you treat certain people a uh, 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 a certain way it don't work like that you could argue the point that that's the very reason why he's there to create these moments. But yeah, then, yeah, they could have put him there just for for the controversy, but but that that's not very sustainable. Cause then, like, well, you, I mean, for for a show like that, you do want you want a pro polarizing character, mm-hmm. someone really, really opinionated, mm-hmm. who you either agree with or you don't fuck with. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you either love or you hate, and that that's what what kind of brings you back. But, but it's um, like, but I mean, either way, I think he. He he suffers from that old nigga mentality. Yeah, you know I mean, sounds he, bitter. He can't listen to anything. Well, I don't know unless it's kind of remnant. Unless it one way or another brings him back to the older mm-hmm. hip hop. You know what I mean? He he hasn't seemed to be really receptive of newer hip hop. Or absolutely pays homage to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, you, what, you can't really beat that into him so i mean you can't i i, I don't expect much different so. yeah, yeah but what's crazy is about that is that when we first heard joe button yeah it was off of a the same record. thing these niggas are doing a club record or mm-hmm. one hit wonder type thing i remember mm-hmm. this girl told me she told me like her five favorite rappers or yada i was like joe button to pump it up nigga. this before i knew about um mood music all that before yeah. i knew about all his dope ass shit yeah i was like the 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 uh pump it up nigga she's she's like no no trust me he can spit i'm oh, like yeah. all right i figured out and i you know what i didn't search for him he has such a presence on twitter i heard his shit through twitter i was like all right you know what i'm saying i find and he, he he turns out to be dope you know what i'm saying so he's kind of a hypocrite he came out the same way came to get it all you know what i'm saying he did the club record shit yeah you know what i'm saying it's like he got into the like he got it like elitist. He got into the rap elite. Then he turned around and looked like you peasants. Like nigga, you may pump it up. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm not talking right now. You're right. This nigga. Nah, we gonna pause the podcast. This nigga owe me the fade, right? No. What's up, man? <laughs> but um, yeah, like he, it's like it's like he has to understand. You know what I'm saying? Because damn near did the same thing. And then the bitterness comes in because. He did the same thing. He's nowhere near as successful. rich and, and successful as them. So <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. a bitter bitterness yeah. in him. And you because know 
and you know that because of how he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know he still harbors that bitterness and that hate. You know what I'm saying? I, f- I feel like Joe Budden is who I would become if I'm not careful. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I, I feel like you're right. Because, yeah. you know, like I, I could see that, you know, you want to, that, that, you know, you you kind of wanna you kind of wanna sun these niggas in a, in yeah. a certain way. You know what I mean? Because you see you see you see the BS, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we we know what BS Joe Budden is talking about. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know what I'm saying? We know the issues with you know these rappers, what they talking about, mm-hmm. and and everything. But you can't you can't fight it with pettiness. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't That's fight it by. I want these niggas to know. That I don't want to interview them, so I'm gonna get up and walk out there. It, you just look like an asshole in that, and, yeah. and he does seem like I, even even in the interview when he's talking to his his um his his co-host, yeah. like he's kind of he's kind of an asshole to them. Yo, yeah. kinda. He's <laughs> a very he's he very t- much an asshole. He tells to them. academics yeah. to shut up all the time. Word, I he, think he tells them shut the fuck up, I and know, academics yeah, just yeah. takes it. Word, and uh, to me, I don't know, dog, like. If I was academics, I would kind of be like, yo, I'm I'm trying to be on my own shit kind of cuz you could tell like he's coming from a a, a journal a, a journalistic, you know what I'm saying? I'm a fan yeah. Yeah. of the music and I'm yep. button is, is on the, some I'm a critical old head, you know what I'm saying? Fuck what you trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just out here on my agenda just trying to um, you know, crab on you know whatever I don't agree with, and you know, mm-hmm. kind of just overshine your programs. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't see that that being sustainable for a show. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. His whole most of his career has been like is a perfect example of keeping the real goes wrong. Yeah, he, he came <laughs> yeah. out with a club record, and after that, he disappeared. Went well, pretty much underground. Worked on his craft. Yeah, Worked underground. Mm-hmm. And then he much. came back with Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse got... I mean, well, no, no, no. He, he was solo that, before. Yeah, but yeah. solo, he no, never bro. really got that kind of... Nah. Like, you, he had... A, well, no, no. He had he had underground internet presence. Yeah, yeah he had an underground was, follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even but, then, even then, he's always been labeled as that, that emotional nigga who pops off at anything. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So he, He's like he's always Drake been, grew up rough. Like, even if he takes a win, he takes three <laughs> losses yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's always been that way with him, so... I don't and, know. It must be frustrating, though. Well, yeah, it is. Uh, if I'm, it's gotta be. Let's say I'm on the side uh, defending Joe Budden. Yeah. Back to what I was saying about his love for hip hop and everything. I'm I'm one of those people that that think it's all about competition. Like, if you don't think you're the best rapper out there, then just quit this job. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You have to think you're the best. And he thinks that, and he vocalizes it too. Like he will. Like I'm surprised I haven't heard it yet. He was, you know, I'm better than every one of these niggas that's come out recently. You know, he says things like that because he believe he he has all that confidence in himself. It's it's like cockiness almost. It's cockiness coming out and being, you know, acted out and everything. You know what I'm saying? He just thinks he's so great. I mean, he's a he's a dope ass rapper. Mm-hmm. But he that arrogance thinks- and that cockiness can, you know, it overshadows. Oh, yeah, yeah he, exactly. He, he definitely is like, yo, my shit smell like roses for real. Yeah, <laughs> like, like my music you, is you awesome. Tell he <laughs> thinks that way, and um, it's probably not a good approach, um, these days to think that you know everything. You know, like he's clearly bitter, and but the problem really stemmed from him pretty much attacking a child on his show, and and <laughs> yeah, how old is and, that? And Migos being a part of the same crew and having a problem with that because yeah. they people. And uh, yo, yo, Lil Yachty, he was nineteen twenty at least mm-hmm. when he was on that show. When he was on a few months ago, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like twenty years old. So 
I mean, at the end of the day, he, y'all are absolutely right. This man needs to man up, maybe be a little bit more mature when he's around yeah. younger kids and set a better example. Because I know you're emotional. I know you've been through some stuff, but you could definitely connect with them a lot more because you were there. Exactly. You were, you were there fucking You know you was out there doing your thing, doing exactly what they do. I mean, not exactly, but right. very close to it. Yeah. You, know, and you if, got a check. You probably had some fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe you, if you really are concerned with the welfare of their careers, you'll show them the way. Ex- you, you, and I, because I don't think Migos, I think Migos is all the way hip hop. They, I, I feel that they are for real hip hop, man. Mm-hmm. Like they come from that strange vein. Yo, they bringing back the feeling of groups. You know, like yeah. groups where every one of them spit and every Having one of them contribute style. in a different way. Yeah, they all yeah. Sound like they all got yeah. the triplet flow, but they all different. Yeah, and you hear it, and they and they shine. Boy, they had a they they spit on the Alchemist record, and they yeah. went in. Yeah, yeah, they went. I never I, I expected. I think on the Calvin Harris song. Right? Yeah, they're on the Calvin, Calvin Harris song. I mean, yeah. uh, what they're each getting like individual placements all over the place. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, I, think, I, I agree with that, Shabby, but yeah. Like just just approach it, but if you really like you said, if you really want to warn them and you give them knowledge about this this cruel industry you talk about, just do it the right way. Word. Don't yeah. Don't, Word. Um, don't alienate yourself from the from the culture that you're from. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's your culture. They're gonna spit you right back out then, and now yep. it's like what? Word. All know, this, what did I do? I kept it real. Yeah. Word. All this <laughs> no. talk of you know. Who you don't want to talk to, like nigga, you go, you might run out of people want to talk to you, nigga. Like humble yourself, bro. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It, yeah. But but we I also he, don't know the full extent of what Joe Budden's been through, so let's all try, try to be a little man. Look, humble yourself or find a different <laughs> or, or, or no no or or sound find a different line of work, bro. Like seriously, in general, humble yourself. In yeah, general, in general, humble yourself. <laughs> But, but you know, we still I, don't know what he's been through. No, nah, no, nah, I feel you though. I feel you. But yeah, you, but I think <laughs> yeah, in general, in general, <laughs> nigga yeah. got more butts than movie theaters. Yeah. But being hey. that this happened at the beat. Oh, look at this man. Jokes. You gonna put it in his rap song? Nah, more butts, more butts, mulatto butts. <laughs> but uh, but, uh since this did happen at the BET Awards, mm-hmm. did any of y'all actually nope. watch the beat though? I, the uh, last time I watched the BET Awards was when uh, Free from 106 Park was wearing that silver dress. Oh, last serious? time. You I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to. Was man. that before or after Will and Jada hosted? I don't remember. I, 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 you don't really need to watch the BET Awards, man. No. There's this thing called the internet. I watched mm-hmm. it. And it kind of shows you like- All the highlights. It's like watching the whole thing, but instead of taking three hours to do it, you do it in like five it's minutes. Yo, it's, it's, an cool. ex, it's an experience, mm-hmm. I feel as it. Mike Tyson would say. But that nigga gonna play it for like the next two months. Like every single day, so yeah. Um, and, and, and just to keep it, it clear I, and clean, I don't watch any of those. It's not just BT. I don't, you don't watch, watch MTV. Shows. Only war show I watch is the Oscars and the Grammys. That's it. And I actually <laughs> I don't even watch, watch those, man. Yeah, I don't watch those either. Uh, I'll check I Twitter watch the next morning. Yeah, I, I, I won't sit there and watch the whole thing, but I'd watch it more. Like I would even change it to BT when it's on. I'll check a piece. I would even oh, change yeah. it to MTV when it's on. I'll, I'll check. change it VH when it's on. You know what I'm saying? I'll I, check it. I'll check it out for a moment, but I actually watched the BET Awards. And um, by accident, I came yeah, in the whatever. house. And okay, cool. We could just you set that DVR, nigga. Don't lie. Yeah, yeah. And you know he exactly. Was time. Yeah. All right. I confess, guys. I have a problem. I love BET. <laughs> I can't live without it. All of his programming is amazing. No, but um, seriously, I, I watched it by accident. I came to the crib. Mom's watching it, and it's because of what was on. Which I saw Escape reunited on the. 
uh, oh, on yeah. stage. And so dope. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I, I I was real young when Escape was popping. But I have an older sibling, and if any of y'all who have a sibling that's at least five years older than you, you were exposed to that good R and B if you grew up in the early to mid nineties. Mm-hmm. And Escape, they made some amazing music, bro. And they would perform one of my favorite joints, and I'm like, they back together. And then next thing you know, I went upstairs to my room and I watched the rest of the BT Awards. And then when it started over, I watched it up until the point where I left off. <laughs> Holy shit. And um, I must say, I forgot. I remember I used to love the feeling watching certain awards shows like when VH1 had them hip hop awards when they honored mm-hmm. a tribe called Quest. Mm-hmm. And um, I had this big sound system in my room. So I was blasting it. And when Future came out performing Mask Off and Kendrick came out for the remix. Bro, I felt like I was at a concert, man. All right, I might have like, to watch that. So I'm telling you, like, and this moments like that's why I like about award shows, especially performances, sometimes because those, sometimes you get these moments mm. that you didn't expect. Right. This BET Awards happened to be a good one. Mm. It just kept, I just kept watching. Mm. Big Sean's performance was good. Yo, New Edition when they honored them, the honor, the performances that they did to honor New Edition were amazing. Those people they chose to sing those songs had incredible vocal range and performance. Uh, skills and then New Edition came out and murked it, man. They murked the stage, every single one of them. Mm. So, um, That's what's up. I think it was a worthwhile uh, three hours of my life. Yeah, I heard they were long. The, the, the only reason I didn't watch it because they didn't have cable. Oh, uh, and Chance, oh, I, we got to speak about this. I'm sorry. Chance the Rapper got a, a humani- I think it's a humanitarian award. Wow. Okay. And his speech was pure. Like, he walked up there, he's like, I ain't write a speech because I just want to see. What I'll say from my heart, and a couple key things he said. One thing being, um, y'all need to let all the people out of jail that's locked up for selling weed before y'all make it legal and make capital off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. everybody was like, ah! and I got into an argument with my moms about that. Wow. And and you know what's crazy about it? It ended in an agreement. It ended in okay. An older a person right. from the older generation finally listening. To what a younger person had to say, even though they didn't agree with the point of view, mm. and it was crazy. And it took Chance the Rapper for that to happen because I I came back down and said, "Listen to everything he said and stop judging one thing off of his speech." Mm-hmm. And she finally went back and she she was like, "You know what? Kind of right." <laughs> so I thought, "Shout out, Mama Shabby." Created some good moments. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. well. That that whole feeling about you know watching on a world show. No, no, you're right. I haven't had that feeling in a minute. Mm-hmm. Even like I watched like the last couple Oscars and Grammys, but I still have had that feeling. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I, I feel like a lot of it's an age thing. Like you see, you see how you came and you you saw Escape, and yeah. that's what got you watching. Yeah, I feel like it won't be a lot of like I feel like it wouldn't be a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They're not gonna play. Like I'm just gonna hear regular shit I hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. But like I guarantee you, if they ever honor Outcast or some, of course I'm gonna watch that episode. You know what I'm saying? Oh, or if they yes. honor Nas, or if they honor somebody I like. So I, I feel like it's a, it's a big age thing because I feel like that's for like the war shows for like the younger generation. But at the same time, we came up in those times too of the BET MV, MVT MTV and VH1 <laughs> awards. So we're like vets and watching that shit. But um, I don't know. It just feel like. My age, because my age doesn't hook me like it used to. Oh, and DJ Khaled performance. Wayne came out. Snapping. Wayne, I, I enjoyed watching Lil Wayne perform. It's been a while, but mm-hmm. he was snapping. He's a great performer, though. Oh yeah, he's always yeah. been a great performer. He's high like energy, he yeah. definitely seems a little bit better than 
He has been in recent years, in my opinion. Okay. I don't yeah, know he, if he took a little Eminem type hiatus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he probably needed a little time off. Anyway. Side note: Eminem has a beard. What? That's yeah. weird. You saw a it's, picture of two. Did he get implants? No, no, no. <laughs> it's it, it's a picture of him. It's Dr. Dre, him in the middle, and um K Dot on Eminem's uh, Instagram. Uh, but how does he? And he said, "Oh, just Dr. Dre, Kendrick, and a bearded Eminem hanging out." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh gosh, of course that's his caption." But how does he scowl? You think <laughs> he's, yeah. he's still scowl? You know, a beard enhances yeah. your scowl. You think you think Eminem got the beard because Kendrick got it now? Kendrick, oh yeah, yeah. Kendrick yeah, yeah, yeah. has patches, and Eminem loves yeah, Kendrick. He, he's You're a great rapper. Your, your beard's not great. Yeah. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> Dad why you hating on that man? I'm not I hate. I'm just fucking. But, it is a but, um, but let's talk about the BET Awards in general. Yeah, because it it has it has disappointed in mm-hmm. the past in the in the kind of direction that it's gone into. Yeah. Um let's make no mistake. Yeah, you know. So this one might have been good, but yeah, I don't know, blame you for not catching the other ones. Word, you mm-hmm. know, some some have, you know, accused it of of promoting coonery. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean Which it has sometimes. Which it has sometimes. Yeah. You know. It it kinda certain certain um BT words kinda so, somewhat kinda took a Oh, like a yeah. weird turn, like turn. like like it, it's no longer like you know for the culture, but just kind of like like a play on the about culture about the culture, yeah, yeah, or just kind of like um more like marketing like a certain aspect of it. But um, from from what I hear Shabby saying, like it it, it seems like you know quality coming because the thing is because we had a conversation about. Just to interject really quickly, because you mentioned quality, they also honored like certain community activists too. Mm. Like they had different spotlights randomly throughout the show, and I thought that was dope. Okay. Speaking of quality, because we were we were talking about how the 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 relevance and the kind of like the the need or or lack thereof of a B B T awards, and um, mm. you know what 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 do you guys feel? Well. I definitely think uh, they're trying to turn it back in the direction of more black interests. Mm-hmm. What's like what majority of black people in the community want to see, not this machine type thing. Because y'all remember BET programming just kind of went for mm-hmm. a while. Most of us yeah. knew it was the demographic that it was pointed to mm-hmm. young black. Yeah. Didn't, we weren't watching it. We, yeah. we weren't tuning in. Yeah, and, you know, and, it, it and was, to be honest, though, once again, it wasn't too fulfilling. It wasn't too too wholesome. It wasn't exactly, it wasn't exactly helping the community, the audience grow. You know what I mean? They so. used to have good shows, like a what was it? Was it Teen Summit or something? I mean, this was in the nineties, but they had shows where yeah. Remember, they were talking, there were conversations, mm-hmm. and, and, and you saw people like you on TV, yeah, and mm-hmm. it was relatable. And now it's just this machine type view where mm-hmm. everyone. That's why everybody trying to get Gucci belts and whatnot. So. Yeah, because I mean, they were. It was sold to some dub views. It was mm-hmm. at one point. It was. It was. It was. MTV and BET do have the same owners. If mm-hmm. you go high up enough. But um, really? Yeah. Didn't oh know shit! That. I didn't know that. I think it's Viacom owns them both. Oh god. Yeah, but um, yeah. What what I was gonna say is, I think, especially in, uh, and I'm guilty of it. I I haven't watched the BET Awards in God knows how many years, but especially nowadays, man, it, it it's it it's definitely important because 
I mean, we, we, we see this reemergence of black culture and I mean, all aspects of media, whether it be music, movies, TV shows. Um, there is a person of color somewhere near the summit, if not at the summit, or who is doing their thing, who is being recognized. You know what I mean? And it's okay for look at the way they look at the way like at the Oscars or at the Grammys. What was it? Hidden Fences. That's not the name mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah, that, that happened just, more than just, once. That, that, that wouldn't grossly happen. Disrespectful. You know what I mean? That happened like four or five times yeah. during the episode, during the award show. So things what, like that wouldn't really yeah. happen during the BET show, or we we would take that extra time or that extra care to make sure mm-hmm. that our people get the respect they deserve for their for, for whatever whatever body of work it may be. Right. So um, especially within our community, it definitely needs to be seen. So I should definitely get back on that, oh, yeah. watching them more, supporting in some sense. Yeah. Some it's sense, a lot. Yeah. And if we really care about it, yeah, we should probably make a better effort to have quality control. You know, mm-hmm. we do have a voice in yeah. some sort of sense. You know, if you write a letter to corporate, mm-hmm. the letter's heard. Mm-hmm. It, it really yeah. is. And I'm, that was one thing I, that was one thing that when I, the last BET award I did watch, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily, the coonery was one thing, but it was a quality. The overall, it mm-hmm. didn't seem as organized or put together as, you know, or as tight as it should have been. So, yeah. You th- you think this kind of changed because people stopped watching it? No, Grant, uh, Maybe. Pro- well, I think definitely because of uh, the social narrative, is that the right term? The social narrative has become more intense mm-hmm. lately, especially like all the all the people that was all sitting pretty because Obama was president, mm. they woke now. Yeah. All right? They woke up. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with some of us, too. We get comfortable the moment something seemed good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, that's not achievement. Like, we need a 100-year plan. Word. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, basically... I think that it's going in a better direction because of the social narrative and that we, we need to wake up and, and make real changes and be concerned about the quality of the of the media that we're consuming right. in some sense. And we also need to support our people a little bit more, man. Like, mm-hmm. regardless of if you out there cooning and whatnot, have a conversation mm-hmm. if you can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I still don't got love for you. You know what I mean? Much. You my peoples. Mm. I still got love. Don't be so quick yeah. to criticize, man, because they out there getting a check too, and they feeding their family. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. But how do you go about getting that check? I I'm not trying it. to justify it. Yeah. I'm just saying, Flock like, let's say all you. be understanding of each other. That people no, yeah, do you, what they need to survive. And we do have. We can approach things in a different way to help us progress towards a better goal. True, true. true. That's see, mm-hmm. see, y'all, y'all are the reason. Why I'm not gonna turn into a Joe Budden? Couple years. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all gotta keep. You need us. <laughs> yeah, word. If, if not, if if if. If anything, you gonna become a Buster Rhymes. Now. Word. <laughs> <laughs> word. Yeah, but that I, still wrong with the young niggas, man. But, but even going back to the original question, like, you know, do we need? If you asked me that, couple years ago, you know, in the. In the height of the just the the, the BT award, just straight coonery, I'd have been like, nah, we don't. It, it, it kind of it kind of ran its course. <laughs> but, but now you know, because what we need, we don't need we we don't just need representation. We need meaningful. Um, we need emotional upra- content. Yeah, we need up. We need like uplifting, uh, meaningful. Sub, like stuff, stuff of substance representation mm-hmm. and content uh, and content. You know what I'm you know saying? What I mean? We oh. don't, we don't need the riffraff. So if it's like if if 
If it's going to be just the riffraff and just like a, or if it is the riffraff, paint the riffraff and the paint the riffraff as riffraff. Are we, are we talking about riffraff or riffraff? No, no. <laughs> I mean, rapper? paint, paint, <laughs> both, <laughs> both. Yeah, Captain that Appropriation. Go of, bench uh, press your ass out the building. <laughs> word and and it's not and when we say when I say at least when I say like coonery, I don't mean just like, um. Like a certain type of rap music or a certain type of, because you know people might get that perception. But what I mean is just like just it's an attitude, just an attitude. You know what I'm saying? Just like the the, the presence of presence of it. You know what I mean? There was still it's some like, coonery this time though. I ain't yeah, gonna lie. but it's like yeah, it was less. <laughs> but it's but it's like this. You know what I'm saying? Like if we if we want to look at award shows and stuff like that, like just just the, how people are dressed, how people conduct themselves at the show, how mm. you know what I'm saying? How 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 seriously they take it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We need yeah. something that it's like, if if we want our version of the Oscars, it needs to be that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, you got you got. Let's not get, make it the black it version of the Oscars. It doesn't just have, make it our our, our own. It's really our just own, our BT yeah. Awards. Yeah. It's not no black version. This like like we made BT Awards. It's our award show, and that's it. Where? I really think um you get a lot. I, you can get a lot of those BT awards if you if you take a look at it sometimes, you know, because mm. it's usually those moments in between they do, do they, those little mini artist spotlights. Do they decipher us too? No, that's the hip hop awards. Oh, hip hop. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. but one one very dope moment of the night I think was when Remy Ma won best female rap artist over Nicki Minaj. Oh. And Nicki Minaj wasn't there either, which was even better because she, she, and then she went up all classy, you know, and then she just started spitting some bars from one of her songs. And I, I don't have the quotes right here, but she basically was talking about she talked about fake titties, fake asses, and y'all bitches ain't here. Like, she was going in, bruh. And everybody was just, like, clapping it up. Dog. Oh, snap. Everybody loved it. <laughs> Yo, that's dope. Because, because it was, she was real. You know why? Because she said, I love you. She, she said, I love you to Papoose. You stuck with me. Like, it's a story of love, marriage. It's mm. a marriage that stuck together, man. They've mm. been together a minute. Mm. Yeah. And, um... And then on top of it, she's been through a lot of adversity. She's a trip from the hood. She came out spitting. And then she, in a sense, took down the queen. Mm-hmm. For that moment, at least. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a pretty cool moment. I don't, queen by default. By but, default, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, it was really because Nikki ain't come back with no heat. So yeah, um, yeah let's All not forget. All to the easy, um, M to the wizard. Y'all heard what, uh, what Master P was saying? Oh yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get yeah, what, y'all, what y'all think about that? Well, I mean, basically, well, once again, let's talk. Let's, talk, let's run. Yeah, let's let's, run, let's run what he said. He basically, Master P was upset and decided not to go back into the BET Awards. Yeah, he was there. He, he was outside. there because his sons were were performing, or someone someone in his family was performing in like the pre-show. So he went, mm-hmm. but he wasn't staying for the show. So yeah. he was like, "I'm not going to stay for the show yeah. at all." Because granted, oh, that's one thing I want to say. They could have really did. Um, a proper tribute to Prodigy. Um, he's contributed a lot to hip hop, man. A lot. Mob Deep in general, mm-hmm. like, um, and a st- especially stuff behind the scenes. And what Master P was saying was, "Damn, so like, this is what y'all do. Like, y'all gonna um, talk about? Why don't y'all give people the flowers while they're here? Like, Prodigy been doing it for hip hop, and this the BET mm-hmm. Awards, and he be up here, and y'all don't want to give him no passes." 
Y'all don't give him backstage passes. Y'all don't want to let him in. Y'all don't let him on the award show. Y'all don't give him good seats if he do come. Like he's like, no, I don't. I don't want to mess with y'all because y'all ain't real. Mm. He just said it straight, straight up. Like give him the flowers while they're here. He's like people like me, people like, and then he started mentioning other like you know moguls or extremely influential rap figures, uh, figures in hip hop, and um, he was right. He was right, because he was basically talking against the machine at that point, because for real, if Prodigy was so influential. If you cared about him that much to talk about him while he did, why couldn't he get a free pass? Why couldn't he um, come to the BET Awards mm-hmm. if he's that important to black culture? Mm. You should have a pass. Yeah, they're just trying to exploit his We don't death. take care of our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's what it seems like at least. Mean. At the very least, that's what it seems. Yeah, like. it seems. But you can also give him an excuse that you know, Prodigy, that Prodigy just died, and you know what I'm saying they probably didn't have enough time to do They've whatever. Come up with stuff for other people. It's just the see. How I don't big know the that. figure is. They no, have, no, I don't know have. that. How, well, that's why, that's how why big the figure that. is. Well, well, he was more Somebody talking about how they treated him while he was alive. while he was alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now they want to you know talk about him now. Um, there were other people arguing that there could have been a proper tribute to Prodigy, which there could have. Yeah, been. of course. There really I, I, I'm not. You know what? I'm not gonna fault him on that just because of the time. But mm-hmm. I mean, what really stuck with me, what Master P said was, "Yeah, why don't why don't we give people the flowers while we can while they can still smell them while mm-hmm. they can still smell them, like, yeah. give them the the appreciation, especially if they they've laid that they've laid that path for us, so they they you know opened doors that would have otherwise been closed for us. Yeah. So I mean, um, I yeah. mean, I mean, sometimes we could take a little bit of a second or a little bit of a of some time just to just to do that the, the mm-hmm. people behind the scenes or the people who really make things happen for you mm-hmm. but even just to to make the case um because there's so many how yeah. do you, mm-hmm. how do you pinpoint and how do you show everybody love i was thinking the same thing um, cuz they do like a, they do lifetime awards they do yeah. lifetime achievement things mm-hmm. but i mean it's only one person a year and mm-hmm. you know, there, there, there are so many people who've done so many things in so right. many ways that you can, you barely think of. How do you, how do you even, how do you choose one or two or three? Mm-hmm. How do you weed them out? I, I mm-hmm. feel like, no matter how hard you try, there, there are going to be people left unsung. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's just the rea- that, that's just the reality of it. But you know, yeah, but. I uh, guess. You know, <laughs> nevertheless, BT Awards wasn't a bad show this time. I'm, I forgot the name of the comedian who hosted the award show. I feel so terrible. Man. Oh, uh, Leslie, Leslie Jones. Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. She was funny, man. I ain't gonna lie, but um, there was there was some coon in this, but you know that's what she she gonna give you some of that too. Yeah, a little but bit. it was I good. Mean, a little bit, I know, actually enjoyed it. Like she small, was she was pretty hilarious. In, in small doses, you know what I'm saying. You don't I don't, you don't mind the coonism because you know it's just. You know, it was a lot of screaming. She was like, "I'm here." And I'm like, oh lord! Yeah, she, she, she wanted, <laughs> did you get secondhand embarrassment? We had to like look away from the TV. Yeah, she, and I was she, by myself. She wanted, she wanted them old school. Yeah, it was funny though. It was, it was quite funny. Not gonna lie, it was entertaining. Well, it, it's just good to see a black member of SNL doing things, because mm-hmm. you know it's always so scarce. It's either uh, Eddie Murphy and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Nah, but um, Jay Farrell, they, I think he left or they got rid of him. Because One of like, yeah, but anyway, but yeah, but I think that's about a damn podcast, y'all. You yeah, think so? man, might be. I think so. But I wanted to discuss the Lord of the Rings trilogy <laughs> oh. in in perfect detail. Yeah, starting from the both. top. 
Yeah, well, we should really with start the with the Hobbit trilogy. Sir. Oh, yes. Yes, the pre the trilogy. Pre- <laughs> the trilogy. Our, our engineer who kid is, is 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 looking at us like he about to fight all of us. Yeah, he's <laughs> like first of all, bro, who kid, just give us three more hours. He's he's trying to for do, the first movie. Per- nah, he's <laughs> <laughs> hot because he was like, how they gonna split one book into three movies, my nigga? <laughs> Man, yeah, which makes <laughs> sense, bro. He's over there trying to because decide. nobody's gonna sit and watch a six hour movie. That's why <laughs> he's he's over there trying to decide. Which of us he's going to choke first? Probably. Where? And with that, we will be out before. And if we don't show up next week, you know where, why? You know exactly why. Who done strangled all of us? Oh, where, shit. Before, no. or we went to Hogwarts because he brought them letters. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. See you next week. Remember, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Love y'all. Peace. It's your boy David Bomaye saying bye bye. <laughs> oh snap! Yes. They don't even know who you are anymore, yo. Oh, yeah. I'm a microphone man. <laughs> Just to remind y'all, this is Flocka Zulu, a.k.a. Sir Black Stallion III, a.k.a. Pablo Escovich. And it's your boy, Wade Bixby, a.k.a. Black Dynamite, a.k.a. Sometimes Shabby Ranks. Signing out. And it's your boy, Mr. Dramatic, a.k.a. Black Galifianakis. A.k.a. Also, the man AKA. with the spinner in his hand. Word. No, uh, no, no. And shout, <laughs> AKA Crawl Daddy. Word. And, and shout, we, out, we, shout out to Cam in the studio. Shout out to Tajra in the studio. Killer Cam, Cleo in the studio. Shout out to Cleo one time. Word. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, comment, and give us some five stars. Five stars. And we out. Holla at y'all, please. Peace. Peace.